Brainbox is the podcast focused on leadership with my guests who are super successful in different realms of corporate or startups. It's no surprise that the leadership skills are the best in the business. I found it hard enough to restrict the podcast to 30 minutes, but the audience kept coming back for a crisper version. So here's introducing Leadership Snippets, which is limited to a maximum of just 9 minutes. So were you a born leader right out of the gate or was it something that you learned along the way? You know, leaders are not born, leaders are made. And the only one who can make the leader is you yourself. True. And for you to dip in and maximize your potential is something that comes about with self-awareness, uh, with the will to win, with the will to do something more than what you're doing. And your competition is never out there with other people. It is you being your best version day after day. Um, so I I think these this mindset, if you go with and you look at leadership as a continuous journey, it's not a destination, then, then you know, you're constantly going to keep evolving. I mean, look, look at what the pandemic created. Uh, you know, it forced people to be innovative, to just, it just knocked down all the traditional forms of leadership. You had to acquire a growth mindset because it was either do or die. You know, leadership skills basically are, is an amalgamation of uh, your skills, your teamwork, your, um, you know, your inherent qualities like emotional resilience, etc. And they all converge together for a successful outcome. And this is exactly what happens on, you know, on the battleground or in the training which the army inculcates. And I think that sort of cascades down, uh, even though we are as kids, but you sort of observe and you learn and then you adapt. And everything that we talk about now, diversity, inclusion, that was already inherently present. I mean, it was always, I thought of myself as an Indian, never as a religion or a region, or as a, as a, as, you know, that whether I as a woman can't do this or can't do that. In hospitality, for example, you were in both functions, right? So sales and marketing. So which one did you enjoy more and how important do you think that each of them are? So see, in different hospitality companies, I've done different roles. Some have been like pure sales, some have been more PR and communication, and some have just been on brand building. So, and I'm thankful to all my organizations for giving me that exposure to, you know, have a widespread uh, knowledge of both sales and marketing functions. Um, and you also are a sales guy, Kaushik. You will appreciate that sales is very linear, whereas marketing is more exponential. True. So in that regard, the what drives or what really thrills me is that connect with the customer uh, to the organization in whichever way or medium, whether it's to, through sales or whether it's through marketing or whether it's through communications. Understanding that customer journey, uh, customizing the solutions, strategizing and building relationships that are uh, lifetime value. So we have a wide audience generally that comes into the age group from, you know, around 18 to 27. So, uh, so for example, when you were hiring, let's say in the hospitality sector, even now, so what mm -hmm. are the kind of traits that you actually look for in your hire? You know, the one thing that I look for in hiring always is attitude. Because how, no matter how skilled and how, you know, great accreditations the person comes with, if the attitude is not of can do or, you know, willing to learn, it's going to be impossible to get results out. True. And that has been, 
I, I mean, you've been in sales too. I think you would relate to it. If that mindset doesn't exist, you can't. And within 18 months, that person will leave because he would not be a fit. You would be grappling with it. The cost, you know, of getting the new person to replace, etc., etc. Um, so while other things are important, the hard skills, the of course, the experience, etc., um, I think in the interview, if you try to gauge the attitude part of it, you can save yourself a lot of grief later on. Absolutely. Very well said. And if there was one piece of advice that you could probably go back in time and give your, you know, the young Sony of that age, uh, what would it be? I think the advice I would give the young Sonia would be to continue experimenting, continue trying. So what if two years of your life went doing something that didn't work out? The next seven years have been gone in doing the things that worked out without having to repeat that cycle of what could not work. Absolutely. So, you know, and especially that is why parents should really encourage their children to be curious because curiosity invokes questions and questions allow the mind to explore possibilities. And, you know, if we don't do that, then we are going to be trapped in self-limiting beliefs. And honestly, as a child, I was always encouraged to think out of the box and just try different things. My parents never stopped me. But somewhere in the working world, when you come in, you get someone above you or someone who says, no, don't do that. Just do it this way because this is what works. Correct. You know, you, you get confined. Um, so my, my, my advice would be don't don't shed away that continue the exploration part because that is what awakens you you know what we are all doing right now is only 25 percent of what we are capable of wow. so till we open the mind till we stretch it till we um till we explore what is possible That's it's it, it will remain a mystery feedback is a gift and ideas are the currency of our next success. If you have either, please do reach out to me on linkedin.com slash in slash kaushik hyphen